Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Monday morning. I'm sure everybody's just itching to get up and get out and get to work. I'm sure you're just uh, just giddy with anticipation. <laughs> Truth be told, everybody's thinking, oh my gosh, Monday again. <laughs> if you're like me, you want to take the alarm clock and throw it across, across the room and it never fails. Just as soon as I get to sleeping in the best position, the warmest spot, having, you know, just the best sleep, like you just, oh, it feels so good. It's like, you got to be kidding me, man, you know, so that's just the way it goes. And then when you, on a day you do get to sleep in, you're wide awake at the time you'd be, the alarm would go off, so we were so lucky. All right, let's see. Um, what we have here uh let's see here we've got uh, miss amy oaks turner jennifer honeycutt tracy little mrs side christy Layalis, and uh, appreciate all you wonderful people for tuning in and watching this morning appreciate all of you for uh um to, sorry appreciate y'all for tuning in and uh uh watching and uh supporting uh, these uh, little devotions that we do each and every morning so Appreciate you all very, very much. So let us uh, go ahead and let us do our Pledge of Allegiance. Let me get this up here. Here we go. Take my hat off here. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right. Praise God for... Uh, this uh, wonderful country that we do get to to uh, live in that's for sure but um, you know we are uh, in not a good situation in America right now as you all know and it is uh, uh, something we really be praying about you know they're talking about a job fair that they were having uh, at an airport, I can't remember where it was at now, I want to say Michigan, I'm not sure that's right, and only 100 people showed up, nobody wants to work, and they want the government to take care of them, and uh, give them handouts, and they don't want to do anything anymore, but uh, now we, we're not only have to worry about inflation, but we have to worry about superinflation, uh, and we have to worry about uh, the socialism that's being pushed, they were talking about this morning how uh, the, uh, the liberals and uh, the, the, our nation's capital will meet behind closed doors. They will not have representation from uh, conservatives whatsoever as we're making these decisions. Because remember, all this is all about power. Uh, the fact that shelves are empty. Last night we went to Walmart after a service, and uh, the milk section uh, was about empty. I noticed a lot of shelves are empty, and uh, I'm telling you, if uh, People want to start getting desperate, and see that's why it pushes inflation because people start hoarding. Uh, you know, we, we've got a good taste of that uh, when COVID first hit of the hoarding situation, and then prices are going to skyrocket, and it's just going to get to the point where it's just uh, it's going to get bad. It's really going to get bad. So we're going to have to um, really be praying about this nation, praying for its future, and uh, it is all we know we can do is trust in the Lord knowing that he's going to protect us and guide us and get us through any and all trials and tribulations. But um, it is uh, not a good situation right now, you guys and gals. You better wake up and be aware of that. And I am uh, 
you know, it just, that's one thing that makes me angry, is people hoarding stuff, you know, it just, um, uh, if anything goes on sale, you know, people are buying stuff up to resell on face, on uh, eBay or uh, flea markets and such, and, you know, it's, it hurts people, you know, just like when we were thinking about selling our house, uh, we decided just to keep it now, because there's nothing out there, I mean, there's nothing out there worth having, uh, if you can even find anything, and uh, because everybody is uh, wanting to sell their homes, these people from up north or out west are cash buyers, and uh, so that hurts first-time home buyers. See, when me and Brandy first started out, we, you know, we tried to find a good deal in a home to buy our first home. Well, these turkeys were buying up the homes to flip, and so you know that that hurt us. It hurts younger people when they're trying to start out, and uh, you know, I don't blame somebody for trying to make a buck, but it makes it hard. So all these situations are it, it's a ripple effect on how it's going to affect everything and anything out there and uh, uh, so we really need to, to really pray uh, big time for this country so all right my friends and uh, Darlene Barker good morning glad you could join us this morning and uh, in our devotion well, let's look at our, our verse here we're looking at uh, Luke chapter 4 verse 8 and Jesus answered and said to him get you behind me Satan for it is written you shall worship the Lord your God what an awesome passage of scripture. You know, that's a passage I, saw, I have quoted many times when I've been under attack spiritually. Uh, good morning, Rusty Paws. Uh, is to, uh, uh, for, you know, say that in the name of Jesus, get thee behind me, Satan, get away from me. You know, I bite or rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ But when I'm under uh, attack. And, um, you, know, you, you, you know, there's times when it feels like you're just being held down by the throat, being beat by the old devil. Uh, these temptations, uh, the the trials. Sometimes you just have to say in the name of Jesus because there's great power in the name of Jesus. People don't want to hear that. You know, uh, you know, even uh, demons uh, are know who He is, and uh, you know they. Uh, uh, that's why people don't want to hear that. You know, they want to sit there and mock us and say there's no God and say that uh, Jesus isn't real. But you proclaim the name of Jesus Christ, and they have a hissy fit. Why? Because there's great power in the name of Jesus. And what we're looking at here is the fact that Jesus, this is the, the time of the temptation of Jesus Christ. And uh, so he, what, what is he doing? He's quoting scripture. Now remember, he had, hasn't ate anything in, in many, many days. And so he's at one of his weakest points. See, that's one great thing about Jesus Christ. We don't worship a God who is separate from us, who doesn't understand our needs, doesn't understand our temptations, doesn't understand the things that we're going through. In fact, quite the opposite. Jesus Christ knows exactly. You know that's why he can we we can go to him uh, with our needs and our problems because Jesus Christ knows exactly what we are going through. Because remember, he came to us in human form, but he's very much God as he was human. Uh, it's called the uh, anthropomorphism, if you will. And so that we know that uh, even though he walked here on as a man, he was fully God. But that's why he can relate to us. That's why we can go to God and say, look, I'm having this problem in my life. I mean, the devil's tempting me to do this or tempting me to do that. I need help. I need rescuing. And Jesus Christ understands. And when we fall and when we fail, Jesus Christ understands. You know, that's, that's one great thing that I don't know. We were talking a little bit last night about uh, the elect. And our salvation is secure because once our name is written on Lamb's Book of Life, it's not going to be erased. I think some people out there think that God's got a big eraser and he's wanting to take your name out every time you mess up. But that's not it. Uh, we, God gives us grace. He gives us mercy. He gives us forgiveness. And uh, what a wonderful thing to know that God uh, understands us. 
He still loves us despite our stupid selves, and he still uh, is there for us. You know, we must also look over here in, um, I think it's First Peter here. Uh, we'll get over here. Um, yes, First Peter uh, chapter 4, uh, starting verse 12, says, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice insofar as you share Christ's sufferings, that you may also rejoice and be glad when the glory is revealed. So if you are assaulted for the name of Christ, you are blessed because the spirit of glory of God rests upon you. So, you know, it's not going to be any big surprise. kind of goes a little bit with what I was talking about last night, in effect, of our trials, our tribulations, uh, what we're uh, facing each and every day, and how the devil uh, is attacking us. And, you know, it seems like the harder we try to live for the Lord, the more we're attacked. And there's good reasons as to why. Because the devil don't like it. He doesn't want us to be close to Jesus Christ. What is the devil here to do? He's here to steal, kill, and destroy. He's a separation from love of Christ at all costs. He wants to rob us of our joy. But one great thing is that God is far more powerful than the devil will ever be. And so we, that's why we have to say in the name of Jesus, get thee behind me, Satan. Get away from me. Leave me alone. There's great power in the name. There's times in my life when I've had... Um, horrible nightmares i mean horrible horrific nightmares and you know i am uh, you know, when i'm under attack i like to quote scripture but there's been times when i've been under this attack and all i can do is say the name of jesus and i can say it over and over and i can you know so i can feel that wall being pushed back because of the great power in the name of christ you know we're all have to go through temptation each and every one of us there's things that go through my head that if y'all could open up my head and see, you'd be like, oh my gosh, this guy is, you know, <laughs> it, it is uh, as any of us would be, you know. I don't know. It's a good thing that we are not telepathic uh, because so that we cannot read each other's minds and probably scare each other to death to know what's going floating through our heads. And uh, we're all tempted, you know. It's not sin unless you act on it. You can't help, you know. I always like the illustration my dad has used that uh, our thoughts are like a creek or a river in our heads. You know, if you go to the lake or if you're, you know, out somewhere, sometimes you'll see a lot of trash floating in the water. You know, we can't help the trash that floats in our minds, but when you stop to, to pick it up and to look at it, that's when you know that you've got, uh, that's when you've you decided to sin and act on that temptation. I apologize for this uh, machine going off in here. It, uh, it never fails. It never goes on until I'm doing a devotion or uh, uh, trying to preach or speak here. But uh, just another distraction of the old devil trying to keep his word from going out. But we must be encouraged, my friends, and understand that we are forgiven, and that we are loved, and that Jesus Christ is there for us. And we have to work hard to stand against those temptations that come our way. Because it's so easy to cave, it's so easy to give in. The devil makes it easy. He puts those desires in our hearts so, so that we will find it appealing. And, uh, you know, it, you look at all the storybook. Uh, uh, storybook stories, I guess is the better way to put it. It is uh, uh, of how uh, people have fallen because their desires for gold or, or romance or whatever it may be, uh, the, the temptress or the tempter of the story, the, the antagonist of the story uh, is using what appeals to that individual uh, to pull them away from their, uh, uh, heroic, their heroic standing. And uh, that's just it. That's what the devil wants to do. See, he plays those desires in our heart, and we justify those sins. We say, well, I couldn't help it, and that's where I'm weak at. And those things may be true, but we still have responsibility to stand up and to fight. See, Jesus Christ didn't give in when he was tempted. Instead, he fought back. 
See, the, even the devil can appear as an angel of light. See, even the devil is trying to use scripture to Jesus, but he was twisting and using it incorrectly. And so uh, Jesus Christ did quote scripture in the proper way to fight against the devil's attack. And, I, and finally, Jesus just had enough. And that's what we see here in Luke 4, 8. Said for his, uh, for, uh, and Jesus answered and said to him, Get you behind me, Satan. For it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God. So even Satan has to bow before an almighty God. Even Satan can, cannot stand in the presence of God. And one day Satan will be bound and thrown into the lake of fire. So the devil knows his time is short. And I think that he is using uh, every, uh, how's the best way to put it, every uh, opportunity uh, to try to pull us down in these last days. Every chance he can get to, to make us step in, in, in the wrong direction to trip us up in our walk as Christians. That's what the devil is trying to do. Remember, the God of this world, all right, he is powerless compared to the almighty God of heaven and earth who created all things. Who, and so we need to make sure we understand the almighty power of God and have that faith and trust in him. That's why it's important, my friends, to memorize God's word. I have literally have a list of Bible verses that I, I go after I read my Bible and um, I uh, go through that list every morning quoting those verses quoting those verses why why do i do that i don't i don't do that to stand up here to throw roses on my shoulder and act like i'm super christian no i do that because i'm trying to understand god's word better to be able to use it in the midst of battle see this is a sword i remember we were talking about last week about the whole armor of god this is a sword you can't fight if you don't know how to use your sword why do you think that the knights of old, the samurai warriors, they all these they practice diligently every day on how to use those swords and understanding new techniques and how to, to fight back against their enemy. This is sharper and powerful than any two-edged sword, piercing of the soul and spirit. And in joint marrow, we have to make sure we know our sword. So when the enemy attacks, we have we have the efficiency to fight back against those attacks, just as we saw Jesus Christ in this passage as well, fighting back. So we should be encouraged that even the Lord our God was tempted, but he did not fall. Even though we will fail and we will mess up because we are fallen creatures. We were all tainted with, the, with that disease of sin from since the time of Adam. But God gives us that power to fight back. God always allows a way of escape. We need to look for those escapes instead of falling into those temptations and desires. You, know, you can't help but think about Odysseus and that uh, mythology. And how he was told to, to men to tie him to the uh, mass because uh, if he knew that um, uh, the siren's call that was dashed the, the ships into the rocks, he would he'd be tempted to, uh, to follow that. And so he, in order to fight back, he ordered his men to tie him down so that he would not do that because the siren's call was so wonderful and sweet. But then they didn't stop there. You know, that's when they were on the island. Uh, that they were eating the lotus leaves that gave them a sense of euphoria that uh, almost like a, you know, they were like in a utopian state and it took all they could to get out of that uh, that purple haze if you will and uh, to get back on course so see the devil will use the siren songs to lure us to our death to lure us to those rocks that we can be dashed against and we use the lotus leaves to misguide us and to put us in a, a state of, uh, uh, of well of apathy and complacency we see among many Christians today. They've kind of fallen their own way, kind of doing their own path to the following the things of Jesus Christ. It is hard. It is difficult. It is. Uh, you know, it takes work uh, to do those things that are right in God's eyes and not follow the things of the world or what they think and deem as culturally relevant. So my friends, I'm urging you this morning 
Fight back. Push back. Get thee behind me, Satan. In the name of Jesus, I bind and rebuke you, Satan. And that to get thee behind me, leave me alone, and let us concentrate on our walk and on our spiritual relationship between us and Christ. We need that intimacy between us and God. And we need to work on that daily. So let us fight against those temptations that are so easy to, to succumb to. But we have to fight. We have a responsibility. And we're just giving an account for that. We stand for an almighty God one day. So my friends, uh, be strengthened, be encouraged, and realize who you have placed your faith in. And that he is the, the Lord God and King who has conquered all things. And he is the strength that it fills us so that we can keep fighting. So don't let the old devil get you down and intimidate you. Realize the victory is yours. Jesus proved that when he overcome death. So remember that, that you are victorious. And let's not give in to the scheming lies of the devil. Which, uh, and so if we can do that, Lord, love the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, and being. We're doing good, my friends. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful and blessed day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Help us to be strengthened and encouraged in our walk and our battles against the devil. Lord, help us, Lord Jesus, to keep our eyes on you and not take our eyes off of you and start sinking in the water that we can look towards you for that encouragement. Let our faith be true and let it be strong. Lord, for someone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, I just want to continue to lift up my wife for brandy. you bring healing upon her and take away her pain and discomfort. And uh, Lord, heal her from her MS, restore her strength and her appetite. And Lord, I do pray for my dad that he'll get good results on his uh, heart monitor. Uh, Lord, I do pray that uh, you with Ken Penix and Ginger Hood. And uh, Lord, I pray that you be with all my wonderful friends who are watching this morning, that you'll watch over and protect them and keep them safe and well. And Lord, let's, let's glorify you in thought, word, and deed. In Jesus' name I pray. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning, and I hope everybody has a wonderful day, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be, well, on this earth, but then we get to live eternally in heaven. God bless, and have a good day.